ideally not the same conversations that we've had for the past 26 years. We must have different conversations. I'm not quite certain where to start. Maybe you can guide us, Barbara. Barbara Friedman in Barb's Wire. What's trending on the socials? Well, the first thing that's trending on the socials is the Middle East conflict. It continues to dominate every single media site and all the social media platforms and you've been playing voice notes you've been discussing and i'm also not going to just repeat the same thing but even the phrase of we're going to reflect both sides is to me almost the nub of the problem is that there are far more people who sit very firmly on one side and the other side and i like you clarence i am for peace and i honestly believe that vengeance does not ever solve the problem when do you draw a line in the sand and go we're here now yeah. We here now. We can go back in history. We can look at when, when you know, one side was in the ascendancy and when another side was. And yes, right now, the, you know, is, Israel has more power. It has more support from wealthy um, countries. It is in that way. You know, it has a lot more power. And Hamas so, doesn't represent Palestine. Well, Hamas, you know, Hamas, Hamas is a militant in, grouping within it. And it came in in its own way at a, in a very at a very shadowy time in the whole situation. It, on elections, no, they know it's not. It's like elected people don't. I mean, I'm not saying there aren't people that support Hamas. Sure, there are. But again, it is not a. It uh, is. They don't represent, they don't represent pa- all the Palestinian all people. Palestinian yeah, people. In important. the same way as while you go and vote in an election, while Israelis go and vote. We know that, like in South Africa, not everyone votes for the party that ends up in power. Not everyone votes for Benjamin Netanyahu. There are plenty Israelis that actually abhor the violence, abhor the oppression of two million people in Gaza in, you know, what is being described as a, an open air prison. And the truth of the matter is, is if you're a peace loving person, the, the, the thing is not to say I'm pro Israel or I'm pro Palestine. For me, for me, I speak for me. The thing is to say, I'm not pro-killing civilians. Absolutely not. You know, I'm yeah. not, I'm not for keeping people in, in a, in a, in a, in an Collective open Collective punishment. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, you know, and, um, you know, I don't, we don't want to be part of that. Absolutely not. So I don't have an answer because I certainly don't think that the solutions on the table over the past years are necessarily going to work now. I mean, I know we always say, well, we'd like, to see something like a two-state solution is that even possible certainly having a one-state solution is a dream a utopia that i cannot see happening but you know while people meet vengeance with vengeance and i was thinking about half of the gazan population are under 19. we're talking about 50 percent of a population that have grown up only knowing you know these are the children of refugees who were who ended up there they've only ever known that kind of conflict, rockets and bombs and, you know, a situation where electricity and water are being cut off. You know, like I thought Andrew Brown made a very good point when he was speaking to John yesterday morning or the author Andrew Brown. He said, you know, there are war crimes being committed on both sides and that while there is retribution, there is no resolution. That's my view. Very good point, Barbara. <sighs> I actually did read a Twitter article. It's also on Threads. It's also on Tangle.com where this particular man works. He is a Jew. He has lived in Israel. His name's Isaac Saul. And I just thought you don't have to agree with everything maybe he might say, but I thought he wrote a piece on which is on Twitter and on all the other platforms where he talks about some of the things I've just mentioned. I was quite inspired by what he said. Um, he talks about, you know, I'm not, he's not pro any of those things. 
But he said it's very hard when someone says, are you pro-Israel? Are you pro-Palestine? And he just makes a quite a, I thought, quite a considered um, opinion piece. So maybe people want to go on to one of the social media platforms, look him up. Isaac Saul is his name. And I just thought he made a very, he's had, it's had 10 million views already, um, his little article. It's just, you know, I'm trying to, you're trying to find sane voices in the wilderness right now for me. You know, sane, considered voices. Who are not on one side or the other? Yeah, and I, and unfortunately, there are more voices these days, given given social media. <laughs> and you think maybe there's going to be quoting things that are often not true. Yeah, and, and that's and John was sharing some of the propaganda that's doing the rounds. Unbelievable. And it's crazy. And that's the problem that I've. So the numbers bandied about. You know, depending on what what you know, war is always about propaganda. Mm. You know, and you say, this many hundred people have been killed since January. This number, and then it just goes on and on and on and on. I don't know. I wish there was a way of verifying things more easily. But for for ordinary people who have to, you know, be exposed to this media. But it's hard. It's our responsibility, all of us. Yeah. To, to try and verify things before we share them. For sure, for sure. And I, again, I, and you're absolutely right, if we're so invested in our positions, we're not going to find or contribute to the kind of peace that, that we'd like to, to see. That, to me, is the nub of it. We, we, there's you cannot be push hold and pull space for more mm. than one view. Yeah. That is, to me, not just in this issue. That is the issue in yeah. the world. There is another way. There is a third way. Third way. Okay. Moving on to something happier. Please. Yes. So the news broke yesterday that Brian Habana is going to be inducted into the World Rugby Hall of Fame along with a, f a few other uh, rugby stars. And it's just, it was great news. Um, the, he, he's going to be um, inducted along with Dan Carter, who we know is an all-black, a very, very, very like, brilliant rugby player. And then French rugby player Thierry Dussatois, George Smith of Australia and Juan Martin Hernandez from Argentina and all five of them will be inducted and he has taken to his Instagram with a lovely post where he says he doesn't even know how to, um, where does one even start and he thanks all the men um, in 95 you know who he played with he says you know in his wildest dreams he didn't you know he didn't this just changed his life and he's just very grateful for everything that has come his way and he thanks the World Rugby Committee for the honor and he just says at the end um, testimony that with hard work sacrifice discipline dedication and perseverance and a little luck dreams do come true I just thought it was lovely that Brian is going to be inducted into the World Rugby I wonder what the process for that induction I have no idea. is but, <laughs> who uh, decides yeah I'm gonna go check check on that one but well done Brian uh, I think deservingly so yeah. um, I don't know how big that Hall of Fame is. Um, then the Two Oceans Aquarium Foundation doing some interesting stuff. Yeah, you know, we do follow them every few months or so. We loved Bob. Bob the turtle that Cape Talkers followed for a few years, um, who was released from the, the, the Two Oceans Foundation, taken up, if you recall, to Durban by road, and then released because they thought that was where, they thought it was a he at the state. It turned out that Bob is actually a 
a female turtle, so we still call her Bob. Um, Bob was released <laughs> in Durban and then made that incredible, very fast journey of thousands of kilometers right back to the waters of the the the, the west coast. Yeah. And that was amazing. So they've released their latest tracking data, um, and it's always these amazing photo, a sort of a, an aerial, what do you call it, like a tracking Google Earth photo, and then they have all the the twiggly lines of the three different turtles that they're busy tracking which, who, who just hang out on the west coast. I mean, let's just face it. The, why do the turtles love that area? Mostly because of food. And at the moment, there's a whole young jellyfish population that's kind of breeding in that one area. So they're having a jellyfish feast. <laughs> Yum. And um, there's three they're tracking. There's Pan, who was rescued in 2019 and was, you know, grew up and was released and has traveled a whopping 8,760 kilometers, which is about 19.4 kilometers a day, and is sitting on the west coast feed, feeding, we think, on the, the jellyfish. There's Turbo. How cute is that? Turbo has been zooming around the sea for 301 days. And then finally, we'll talk about Bob, our beloved green turtle Bob, who was released and has been at sea for 256 days now. Bob made incredible progress. She's even visited 28 of South Africa's 42 marine protected areas. Uh, recently, Bob has decided to move in a more straight line direction and has foregone her southern Atlantic twirls. This is what they write. That's just all so sweet. And currently, she's sitting 200 kilometers offshore of the Namaqua National Park, um, also moving north and... Um, Again, seems to be feasting on the jellyfish. I didn't know jellyfish was a thing. It's probably like eating jelly. Like it's a nice break from other kinds of food. It's like dessert. Somebody suggests that we call her Bob. (laughs) I like that. Some people in my life have called me Bob. (laughs) And hi, Clarence, for absolute objectivity, we salute Barbara. She's a fearless journalist, one of the very few in the country. Brave lady, Satara Parker.